Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, helping Christians to get more into the Bible, encouraging men especially to make marriage great again, and helping us men to be godly men, and all of us to be strengthened in our hearts, our souls, and our minds to glorify Christ Jesus, who leads us to think, not into temptation. And we are continuing our study here in Genesis, and Jacob here in Genesis 31 is escaping where he has been for 20 years working for his wives, basically. That's what he left his father's land in Canaan to go up to his mother's land to obtain a wife, and he did. Two of them and their maidservants. Now he has 11 children and has become very, very wealthy as God has been blessing him. He's escaping his father-in-law who has been tricking him and so we're going to continue on we're going to catch up here with when Laban is going to find out that Jacob is left and what he does so let's start in verse 22 of Genesis chapter 31 when it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob had fled he took his kinsman with him and pursued him for seven days and followed close after him into the hill country of Gilead but God came to Laban the Aramean, in a dream by night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now let me just pause there for a second. So God knew that Laban's pursuit of Jacob was probably not a godly pursuit, if you know what I mean. Um, and Laban overtook Jacob. This is in verse 25 now. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsmen pitched tents in the hill country of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have tricked me and driven away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and trick me and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with myrrh and song and tambourine and lyre? And why did you not permit, permit me to kiss my sons and daughters farewell? Now you have done foolishly. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. And now you have gone away because, because you longer greatly for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? And Jacob answered to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. Anyone with whom you find your God shall not live. In the presence of your kinsmen, point out what I, have, what I have that is yours and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban went to Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent. So they go looking. And it goes on and on. And Rachel does a good job of hiding it. She says it's her time of the month and not to look under, not to move her. She's sitting up on her camel on top of these little gods. So they, they go through. They can't find them. And so now, um, so Jacob becomes angry. This is verse 36. And berated Laban. And Jacob said to Laban, What is my offense? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? For you have felt through all my goods. What have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen, that they may decide between us two. 
These 20 years I have been with you, your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, and I have not eaten the rams of your flocks. What was torn by wild beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it myself. For my hand you required, you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. There I was. By day the heat consumed me and the cold by night, and my sheep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters and six years for your flock, and you have ch- you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been on my side, surely you would have sent me away empty-handed. God saw my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. Then Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day? For these my daughters, or for their children whom they have born. Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsmen, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. And Laban called it Jirgar Shadadutha, and Jacob called it Gilad, Gilead. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. Therefore he named it Gilead and Mizpah. For he said, The Lord watch between you and me when you are out of when we are out of one another's sight. If you oppose my daughters, if you oppress my daughters, or if you take wives besides my daughters, although no one is with with us, see, see God is witness between you and me. And Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and you will not pass over this heap and this pillar to me to do harm. The God of Abraham and the, and the God of Nahor and the God of their father judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob offered a sacrifice in the hill country and called his kinsmen to eat bread. They ate bread and spent the night in the hill country. Early in the morning, Laban rose and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned home. Okay, a lot. And there's a lot that lots of different people could go off on a lot of those different things. But the gist of this is that even in this point right here, Jacob is admitting he's he has a a fear for his father. <laughs> uh, Nahor is brought up here. Nahor would be... Abraham's father and Laban's grandfather. And so that's where Nahor comes in. And the earlier on when Laban Laban says, well, these are my children and my daughters and my children and my flock, he again is not admitting what he has done, that he promised Jacob these things, and now he's saying that they're not. But that was... That is that culture. That is very much that culture. There's an aspect of that in a lot of cultures, even today. 
And so we can say, oh, that's so old-fashioned, but that old-fashioned still exists today. But here's the thing. God honors Jacob through all of this. God is honoring Jacob. And the people that are closest to Jacob see this. And Laban cannot deny it. He realizes that, um, and even though he's sort of admitting that he's come to do Jacob harm, that he now is fearful because God showed up and said, I'm watching. So they make a pack and, um, and depart. And now Jacob is free and his wives have the blessing of their father and they are all free now to continue on to Jacob's homeland where his father Isaac will be waiting for him. It's quite the story and there's still more to come. Jacob, we're not done with Jacob yet. There's, as a matter of fact, there's another dream and quite a bit more to come. So don't go far. Look forward to hearing from you. Or, yeah, I would love to hear from you, actually. So if you have my phone number, text me. Tell me that you listen. And otherwise, go on Facebook. Find me. Let me know that you're listening. Maybe you have a question you want to shoot out to me. I would love to get some questions and some feedback. God bless you guys. Hope you have a great day. This is the weekend coming up for me. So I hope you have a great weekend if it is for you as well too. God bless.